0: we need to talk about the resurrection of what I call the black grapevine and a lot of you especially if you're in Gen X and older probably remember the saying especially back in the 90's it's a black thing you just wouldn't understand there used to be a time when that saying was very true In fact, a lot of you would probably remember we would all laugh at the corny mayonnaise that would always be trying to figure out what our slang meant, why we did certain things in our culture, you know, just trying to figure us out as black people because, you know, we were a mystery to them back then. Lo and behold, enter the age of Negroes taking our culture and commercializing it. And it wasn't just people in hip hop. We had people across the board doing it, okay? You all probably remember when hip hop really caught on, especially in the 90s, and people started using it to promote all types of products every time you look up and there's a commercial, there's hip hop playing, whereas it didn't used to be that way. We started seeing the introduction of a lot of these white rappers, Eminem, Third Base, Snow. I mean, I, I could name several of them, you know. Here's the problem with that. And see, if you're over here and you mayonnaise, before I go on, this isn't for you. I know you live in a system of white supremacy where you're taught everything is for you, but this isn't. So this really isn't none of your business. I'm talking to black people. I don't give a damn if you like that or not. I'm not here to satisfy or appease or please you now that being said let me get back to talking to my people you remember when things get commercialized or white society decides to latch on to it and pretty much form a symbiotic relationship with our culture or anybody's culture for that matter they start to ruin it and in our case in particular they're into things that they shouldn't be into they don't need to know what our slang is that's why we need to start creating new ways of speaking with each other and stop telling these motherfuckers what things mean when they're always asking questions just because a white person asks you something doesn't mean that you have to tell them that that's that slave syndrome Anytime a white person says something to you, a lot of people have that in their subconscious that you immediately have to answer them. You do not. Okay? Check yourselves on that, black family. A lot of you probably do that. You need to get out of that. We don't need them in our business. I don't care whether it's online and damn sure they don't need to be in it offline. That's why, you know, with MySpaces, everybody that's in them, that's listening to this podcast, you know I have a zero tolerance for them. You don't need to be speaking here. There's nothing we need to discuss with you in our spaces. Go jump back over your fence. They're always looking over somebody's wall trying to be nosy. That's what white people do. You know, I don't care about what you think. You can label me whatever you want. Your labels have no power over me. That's something I'm going to be covering in a future podcast also. But getting back to the meat of what I'm saying here, the reason why we need to resurrect that black grapevine is Today, we are in an age where there's so much going on, we need to have ways of communicating with each other that only we understand. This is why I would encourage people to learn an African dialect. Kiswahili is an easy one to start with, but you have several. You have Shona, you have Zulu, okay? You have Luganda. I mean, there's plenty of different African dialects you can learn, okay? We need to have ways that we come up with where we exclude these people and these other groups out of our business that mean us no earthly good, okay? So that's something that all of you need to be brainstorming on wherever you're at in the country and start coming up with that. Because see, there's going to come a time where we need to communicate effectively without them in our business. Effective communication with language systems or communication methods that we only understand is critical when it comes to being able to move expediently to take care of business in any type of situation. Could be a life or death matter for all you know, okay? So that being said, when it comes to just functioning in everyday life, the reason why you need to practice that black grapevine method of keeping them out of our business here's a well-known fact that a lot of older black people know and if you're a younger black person listening to this this is something i want you to be aware of when you go in any place in the world okay any place that you're at and there's a group of white people there and there's not many black people if they're talking when you come in watch how quiet they get Especially if they're discussing something that's of economic importance, or something that they know most black people don't know nothing about. Watch how quiet they get when you come around. They immediately get on code. See, that's a part of getting on code. A lot of you, a lot of you people, will say, "What's getting on code? What that mean? What what the code?" That's part of it. You see, on examples of being on code practiced by other groups every single day, and what pisses me off about people that say that. They always want to imitate everything other groups do except for the right things. So when you see you come into a place where there's not many black people and there's a group of white people sitting around, they get quiet. They start whispering or they stop talking all together. That lets you know that, hey, look, these niggas don't need to know that. And that's exactly how they think. We need to start doing that. If you're going to copy something, like a lot of these rappers want to copy, you know, naming themselves after white criminals John Gotti you know and all these other different criminals or what have you there's scores of them, people always looking up the Scar faces and you know people like that fictional characters that are white start imitating some of the practices that actually benefit us keeping things to ourselves okay black folks are always trying to tell everybody everything we got going on sometimes man that's not a good thing Now, here's a way that it does work to our advantage. If you're going to tell the motherfuckers something, give them the bastards the wrong, the alabasters, as I like to call them, the alabasters, the alabasters. Yes, I have christened them that. They like to label things. I'm going to do some labeling too. Give them the wrong information. Give them misinformation. Stop telling these motherfuckers things that they don't need to be knowing about. Stop bringing them around certain places if you're actually dealing with them because, I mean, look, unless they're benefiting us economically, or some type of way policy-wise that's going to help us. I'm going to tell you like this. What are you kicking it with them for? Hell, don't, I hope y'all not the fake kicking people. Because if you are, you really on the wrong podcast over here. And if you are on this podcast, yeah, hopefully this will make you think. And look at black society here in America and pretty much anywhere you go. And see if they kick it with you like that. See, white folks come around, they fake kicking it with you. They're trying to get something out of you okay do y'all understand that so you need to start thinking about the way you communicate with each other when you're out here stop telling these jokers everything when there's a group of them around hey it's certain conversations that need to go on the back burner okay switch it up start talking about sports start talking about something else i mean because they're not doing us no favors you 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 can count on one hand the number of white people that'll run up and tell you something that's for your benefit, and then you better check and triple check that shit. I'm telling you right now, a smart black person does anyway. So, when it comes to us communicating also and keeping our business to ourselves, here's some things that you need to start understanding and thinking about. When you are discussing something that's primarily of our business, black folks business family business so to speak this is something that pisses me off if there are other groups into that that discussion and it's general and they start trying to use certain terminology uh, you know what let me just go ahead and cut straight into it the n-word that should be zero tolerance now i'm not telling you you have to go into a foaming raging at the miles you know and rip their heads off about it but you do check their asses about that shit now if they keep trying you okay then hey listen it is what it is down south here in ga they know not even try that they don't even sing along in songs around us they know to skip that word if it's a bunch of black people around we don't play that bullshit some of y'all got these motherfuckers running around <laughs> saying all kinds of stuff and then you got other groups like some you know some hispanics talking about oh we should be able to say the n words and listen man we don't play that shit man That's about setting a standard of respect for yourself because there are certain things that they say amongst other groups that they're not going to allow you to say. Okay, see, we got to stop being the trash can people, man. Everybody in our business and being able to just come around us and do whatever they want to do. There are rules within each different ethnic society on the planet. Do you understand that? We don't need to be the people that are told everything that we have is for somebody else. It's not see we, that's a part of stepping back into our power as black people, getting our communication back under control, getting our culture back under control and getting accustomed and comfortable to saying to other groups, no, our things are not for you. And see, when you say that, especially the people in the dominant society, See, this is something, you you can put this to the test. Watch how offended they get. Cause see, they're used to everything being for them. In their mind, they're like, I'm a white person. How can something not be for me? Now they're not, some of them are not gonna come out and say it, a hardcore white supremacist might, but most of them will have that look on their face, like how dare this Negro tell me that something is not for me? With this pale white skin and all this privilege that I have? Oh no. See, in fact, the business, I don't know if you all saw this clip. And shout out to my boy Flex Tarik Nasheed. Some of y'all might not like that brother, but hey, listen, man, that brother gives good information. You don't have to like him to learn something from him. But he was playing on one of his recent broadcasts, a clip of Hillary Duff going up and harassing this black photographer and talking about who he knows and he's making her uncomfortable. She turned on the white woman you know, acting all that this is one thing i'm gonna give y'all some advice on if that ever happens to you you do not owe a white person a damn thing you don't have to start explaining shit i would have just moved around that bitch i don't if, if anything you go into victim mode you call somebody on them you go ahead and call get the folks on them see y'all y'all we get into one of the go back and forth with these motherfuckers like it's a tennis match You don't need to engage in verbal tennis with them. And you don't need to have a talk show with these motherfuckers. Because, see, I'm saying that because I want you all to understand that you have a lot in your subconscious when they start trying to harass you with that crap, like you're obligated to explain something from them. That's something you have to break. You don't have to explain a damn thing to them. Okay. And now this is where this ties into the communication aspect. When you are communicating out here amongst these other groups with each other, you need to develop your own unique way of doing it, especially if you're out and about, you know, it might be certain gestures, you know, it might be, you know, certain things that you will all say or text or whatever to each other. That's very important when you're moving about in these spaces out here today with everything that's going on with us in society. Okay. So that's something I want you all to, think about it on your minds and start developing a mastery of you know pretty much innovating your communication in ways that these bastards out here don't understand and they don't need to understand see that's part of us reclaiming our power I'm gonna say it again we need to move into an exclusionary phase so resurrecting that black grapevine is really going to be an important part of that i hope you all consider what i'm saying here and start developing your own methods to do that and keep that grapevine resurrected because see when you look at the success of you know queen mother harriet tubman think about how she had to pull that off she couldn't go telling any and everybody their business there had to be some black people that she had to exclude out of certain things in order for her to pull off what she did okay see sometimes when you look back at your past and your history You can learn things that can benefit you today. That's why history is a critical and crucial tool for black people to master and understand, particularly in the areas of communication. So that being said, as always, black family, take care. See you all in a future episode. Meditate on this. Get busy innovating that communication. Talk to you all later.